This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, it's 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. All right, good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. It's Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Danielle, how are you? Good, and it's tax weekend. I know. <laughs> I tried Get to make ready. it sound If exciting. you haven't wrote that nasty old check yet, maybe you've gotten a refund. Maybe you're in a good mood this weekend. That's true. Maybe you've already gotten your refund and you're all happy-go-lucky. And of course, you're putting all of that money into your retirement accounts, That's right? That's exactly folks? right. That's what everybody's doing. No big screen TVs yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> I love all the ads that come on and are like, hey, use your tax refund to buy my stuff. I mean, it's all over the place. It is. It is. You know, let's face it. We live in a very sales-oriented society. Mm-hmm. I mean, so let's keep up with the Joneses and, you know, let's have all the nice things and as quick as possible, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, they're just like, hey, Use your tax money here. And then don't do it, folks. Don't do it. Yeah. Save some of that money. Save it. Save it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So today, we've got a great show lined up for you today. We do. Um, I want to let you know, too, that if you're listening live, thank you very much. You can also email us at the retirementplaybook at gmail.com uh, with any kind of questions whatsoever. You want to cover topics, you want to give us your feedback on the show, anything mm-hmm. at all, the mm-hmm. retirementplaybook at gmail.com. Uh, so, and then you can go to our website as well. What can they find on the website, Miss Daniel? Oh, thanks for the intro. Uh, we offer a complimentary retirement income toolkit. And so if you're just now joining us, you haven't heard about this, but you just go to our webpage at the innovativeteam.com, the innovativeteam.com. And you'll see our picture right there when you click on the website and you'll see a button that says, find out more. And when you click on find out more, you'll get to the page where you can download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. There are four articles in there, very good articles that talk about retirement planning, understanding social security, a generational vault, which is a product that we offer for all our clients and where they can store all their important retirement information and other documents too, which is great since it's tax season. Thought use I'd bring it all that the up. time. Use it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Use it all the time. It's a very um, virtual safety deposit box is what we like to call it. So just some good stuff, some tax planning articles in there, lots of um, complimentary information, which is what's important. We want to make sure everybody has that information in their hands. Okay. Awesome. Now, w- one other little tidbit we want to throw out there mm-hmm. is that we're doing a um, workshop. We are. Coming up on, uh, you want to tell them a little bit about the dates and, and then I'll talk about what we're going to talk about. Some of the topics. Yeah. yeah. So I'm um, coming up here on April 24th and May 1st. So you can choose either one of those dates. We're going to do a seminar called Trump's new tax plan. And, you know, I think a lot of people have a lot of questions on how does the new tax law impact them when it comes to retirement. So that's going to be, you know, our main focus of um, conversation when we have that seminar. And if you're interested in the seminar, you can register for it at Innovative Seminars with an S dot org. So or give us a call here in the office, 573-332-7855. And we'd be happy to talk to you about it and see if that might be a good workshop for you to attend. Again, you can register at Innovative Seminars with an S dot org or call us at 573-332-7855. Yeah. And so just a quick little uh, bullet points here on what we're going to be talking about. We are going to address the following. We sent out a mailer for this. If you got it, great. Uh, Again, go register. Uh, We will address the following mistakes most Americans are making with their retirement accounts. Are you one of them? Um, Ways you can use the new tax code to move money into tax-free accounts at reduced rates. Hidden pitfalls that some advisors may miss because of the newly enacted changes in tax law. And what assets should you consider holding in what accounts to make the most of your hard-earned retirement savings and much, much more? So there you go. That's some of the things we're going to be covering in mm-hmm. that s- workshop. And so if you want to come over, um, uh, give us a call or, again, go to InnovativeSeminars.org to register. There yeah. you go. Sounds good. Okay. Like I said, we have a great show lined up for you this morning, folks. We're going to mainly be talking about one thing that is is something, again, we could spend probably multiple shows on. And it's, and it's a process, part of our process here, our retirement planning process, and it's, it's called the color of money. Mm-hmm. And it's so important 
if you don't know what color your money is, you should. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't, you need to probably give us a call. Right. Uh, again, this is a free service that we're bringing to you, the folks of people in Southeast Missouri and anybody else that may be listening anywhere else. But um, one of the things that we do for folks is we offer a website and it's called mycolorofmoney.org, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so they go to that website to get a better understanding. And it's going to ask you a few questions about your color of 11, money. 11. Exact. There you go. <laughs> so there we go. It's 11 questions, everybody, in case you were curious. And so it's going to tell you a little bit about, we're going to ask some questions about you, but then we'll also give your color money score. And so we're going to talk about what all of that means mm-hmm. here. What in do the you do with that? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm also going to talk about uh, the fiduciary rule, the Department of Labor, and what the new updates are with that and how it affects you, the end consumer. A lot of it's pertaining to us as advisors, but right. the end consumer is also affected. I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, and some other legislative changes that are happening mm-hmm. uh, around the country. Yeah. All right. Let's dig in, Daniel. You ready? All right. Yeah. Sounds good. So, um, you know, we believe a lot that retirees and future retirees now have more options to choose from and obstacles to face when it comes to their retirement. Because, you know, it's not the same as it is, as retirement was 30, 40 years ago. So the talk world, to us a little bit about how to yeah. handle, you know, those assets and those kind of things. So a few bullet points mm-hmm. first. The world, as we all know, is different than it used to be when it comes to retirement, right? In other words, you used to be able to rely on a company pension. So you worked for a company for 20, 30 years, and then you would retire and you would get a pension income stream from your company, okay? And so that- It was real easy. (laughs) And it was real easy. Look, I didn't have to think about anything or do anything. Whether you like it or not, whether you like the more of the quote-unquote free market Mm -hmm. options that are available nowadays with 401ks and those kinds of things, you know, that's a personal preference deal. But- but the, there, there's no doubting uh, that the world is definitely different today when it comes to retirement savings. Um, and so, um, well, actually, even in the last 10 and 20 years, mm-hmm. uh, the realities that, that our retirees are facing now are definitely uh, changed. And one of those things is, is health care. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're living longer, which means that we have to prepare for a longer retirement and how to fund that. Right. Okay. And how much is that going to cost? You and I have talked about this mm-hmm. on the show before. We have. The average cost for a married couple in retirement just for health care is $250,000. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are numbers that people are just like, wow, how is that even possible? Well, it is. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, technology still continues to help us, um, uh, you know, with planning mm-hmm. and, and not only for that individual, but for their families. Okay. And so we want to make sure that we're using technology uh, at its full capacity. Exactly. You know, and so the world is totally different now when it, when it comes to retirement. Actually, it's really anything. It's mm-hmm. totally different. Yeah, now. and constantly changing. Yeah, it's, it's constantly evolving. <laughs> constantly, and so yeah. we want to make sure that you understand where you're going. Okay, we got to establish our goal here. And then really our job is to help you get there. So it's the process of those is how to get to those goals, not just the goals themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so to directly answer your question, mm-hmm. you know, I see um, people spending so much of their time and energy and focusing on how to accumulate the largest amount of retirement nest egg possible without giving any thought as to what does this really mean to as retirement income? Well, I think that's kind of what everybody, when you're in the working world, is kind of told to do. Just keep putting away, keep putting away, and then I think retirement's just supposed to happen. And and there's other things like mm-hmm. markets, right? right? And that that uh, that people get complacent because they think, oh, I'm just going to throw it in the most aggressive funds and in my 401k, and everything will work out because if the market goes down, it's going to go back up. And generally, if you the longer you have, that might be true. But there is absolutely too much risk in today's portfolios. Well, and I think... Uh, Generally speaking. Right. And I think, unfortunately, too, what you said, that happens maybe when you're early in your career and you forget to ever make any changes. So, you know, it just continues that way, too. Look, what's going on on the market is definitely important. We need to consider that when we're looking at your allocation. But really, what you need to focus on is, is your allocation in line with your goals and objectives and your mm-hmm. risk tolerance? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you might get a better rate of return, but what does that really mean? And how fi- how soon are you going to need that money? Right. So th- all of these things come into play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and and you know, for a lot of people, these 
they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And and so all they know is, and all they've been told is, hey, the more aggressive I am, the more money I'll get. Right. And right. that is not always true. Yep. Okay. Agreed. So that goes to the discussion that we're going to have about why is it important to have your color of money system and how to have your money uh, represent the colors that represent your your risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's important too, and I'm sure we'll touch on this, that knowing that that's going to change. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's always going to change. Yep, that's right. Change is, you know, people are reluctant to change a mm-hmm. lot of times. Mm-hmm. But change is good in a lot of aspects. Well, and I think if you really think back to your life and, again, maybe your early career or when you had kids and, like, we all change. You have to. Okay. So let's let's talk a little bit about what we're actually talking about, which is the color of money. Mm-hmm. And, and the benefit of doing that, uh, you know, organizing your assets into red money, green money, yellow money, those kinds, you know, we have three different colors. We keep it as simple as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing I've learned in my 40 years of living, now I know that <laughs> it's not 65 years of living, but but my point is the one thing I've learned is keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And you can even, you know, take it even further and go to kiss, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Right, right. And, and we try to do that with exactly. also keeping in mind of the of the strategies and techniques that might be a little bit more advanced, but we try to make it as easy as possible to understand. And I think people can relate to red money, green money, yellow money. Mm-hmm. I mean, hello. Just you know. like the stoplight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you visually organize your assets um, in, into these three different colors and get a, a, a clear picture of the kind of money you have, where it's at, and the best use of the money for future purposes. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's 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 very scientific in other words. It is. But yet easy to understand. Right. And a good guiding principle. Yes. I mm-hmm. mean, isn't that the best of both worlds? Mm-hmm. To have the technical aspect of it and, and, and of us working on the back end for you, but yet you, the end consumer, understanding it in three different color schemes. I mean, that that is a beautiful culmination of... Well, of what we all want. Of what we all want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. All right, so um, we're going to continue this discussion about right. the color of money. We're going to talk a little bit about some legislation things. We're going to talk about the DOL and the fiduciary rule. We're going to talk about several different things in our next segment. So you got to make sure to stay tuned to our next segment on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. I am so happy that you are listening to our show. Tell all of your friends. Mm-hmm. Say tune in, 7 a.m. Saturday mornings, 960 KZIM, KSIM. That's right. All right, or they can actually go back and listen to this if they just go to our website. Say, hey, you know what? These guys talked about some great stuff in this show. Go to their website, theinnovativeteam.com. Yeah, okay. we save them all there. Exactly. Okay, Danielle, we're going to further our discussion here about the color of money, right? right. And how right. people need to understand what their color of money is, and we're going to get into specifics. But before we do, there has been some major uh, things going on in our business that people, I think, it hits the headline on mm-hmm. just some very high-level things. But but, but I really, and I don't want to get into the minutia, but I also do want to make people aware of what's going on in our industry. Okay? And so... Uh, the Department of Labor in the last two years, basically, last 18 months, has been trying to force a what they call a fiduciary rule, which basically means that advisors, financial advisors, uh, have to live up to a fiduciary standard instead of just a suitability standard, which, okay, so let me explain to the difference there. 
fiduciary standard says, hey, I always, in every decision we make for a client, have to have the client's best interest in mind first. Okay? I know that seems ridiculous. I was going to say, shouldn't you always be doing that? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> you should. And no yeah. matter what you do, I know. I'm, I'm like any business. Yeah, yeah. Any business should be, I would hope, be doing that. That should be look the if true you, test of a successful business. If you want to have a sustainable business, that's right. especially in a smaller community like Cape Girardeau, you better be doing the right thing for yeah, people. And exactly. if you do, it will compound itself. Yeah. And, and so anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So that, that is the premise. The, the, what is going on now or what it's always been is, is that when you uh, meet with a financial advisor and you buy a particular product, whether it's a mutual fund or, or annuity or whatever it is, um, there's always been suitability standards to make sure that that transaction would be suitable for you. And that's totally different. I mean, that's good, but it's much better to say, no matter what we do, Mm -hmm. let's back up and look at the overall view. Yeah, that product might be a good suitable for you, but is it fitting your entire picture and is it really the right thing for you uh, long term? And so so the government has stepped in and and the Department of Labor specifically has stepped in and said, hey, we want to force a fiduciary rule to where not only do you have to do that, but you have to disclose everything, okay? There are some good pieces of legislation or good pieces of uh, or aspects of this law for the end consumer, but there are like any regulation, there are some bad things as, as well. But generally speaking, I would say that's good, mm-hmm. right? I mean, let's always have the best interest of the clients first. Well, and I think it's an important to note that you've been a fiduciary since, is it 2002? Yeah, so my entire career. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been a fiduciary. Right. You've always done it even when it wasn't mandated. Yeah. Now they're just saying you have to do it, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, and I'm Still like, crazy. wait a minute, you yeah. should always be doing that's that. That's exactly right. Anyway, so here's the deal. This, this fiduciary rule got kicked out and um, back here a few weeks ago, it's actually the Fifth Circuit of Court of Appeals' recent decision to vacate the Department of Labor's fiduciary rule continues uh, to reverberate throughout the financial advice profession. This is an article that was in Investment News on March 26th. Um, but, but anyway, so the point is is that it's getting thrown out as of right now. They, they can't appeal here by the end of April, um, but it's more likely that they're not going to appeal so there's not going to be a fiduciary standard. However, the SEC is is absolutely going to have a, their own fiduciary rule coming out by the end of the year. So there you go. Well, so I think main thing to know is since they've thrown that out, I mean, it is concerning from the standpoint that not everybody operates under that premise. Right. There are quote unquote salespeople. Right. So I um, think people need to understand that I think it's important they do ask their financial advisor or their retirement professional, are they a fiduciary? Correct. I think that's kind of the takeaway. Totally. Okay. 100%. Yep. Okay. That's important. So hopefully I didn't get too in the minutiae. Technical. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that you use the word minutiae. I know. <laughs> Fancy it's, words this it, morning, bright and early. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back to talking about color money. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So we talked about red money, green money, and yellow money. So let's talk about what that means. So what is red money? Okay. So first up is red. Red. We're okay. talking about red first. All right. So red money, the true definition of red money is money that 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 can go up and down. Mm-hmm. Okay. In other words, it can go down in value and then it can go up in value and red assets have higher growth potential um than than some other options, um but you need to be prepared to proceed with caution because it could go down as well. So a typical um example of of red money would be a stock. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that can go up and down. Is that bad? No. Right. You just have to have the right percentage of your assets in red money that can mm-hmm. go up and down. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yep. I mean, it's it, you know, so that's that's again, the general concept to take away from this, folks, is that, that when you're talking about the color of money, that you understand that your global allocation. What I mean by global allocation is the percentage of dollars you have in green assets yellow assets, and red assets. So there you go. That's red assets. All right. Next is green money. Mm-hmm. Green okay. money. All right. So green money are assets that are not subject to market risk. Okay. Um, they don't have as much growth potential as red assets. Okay. But they're guaranteed. You know, they're not going to go down in value due to the market. Okay. So like government bonds, CDs, savings accounts, money markets, cash, all that stuff. That's all green money. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, the general rule is the younger you are, 
the smaller portion of green money that you would have. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What's next? All right. So, um, you know, what do you want to talk about as far as overall preparing to kind of understand your color of money? Do we want to mention the website again and kind of talk about how, you know, now and I know what red and green money is, but, you know, how do I find out what I'm comfortable with? Well, and, and, and before we do that, I would like to talk about one other color, which is the yellow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yellow is professionally managed red money is basically what that means. Okay. So if you put in money, for example, let's say you, you, you go and open up um, a, an account online or, or wherever, and you buy some mutual funds and you never change your allocation. Okay. So in other words, you buy four different mutual funds and they just, there you go. Okay. And, and good luck. Hope everything works out kind of thing. Um, th- that is definitely red money. Yellow money, though, is having a professional money manager making changes on your behalf to make sure that you're capitalizing as, as much as possible on the up years and reducing your risk on the down years. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's yellow money. Okay. And it's important to have yellow money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, because in my opinion, yellow money is better than red. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's just a matter of most of the time, if you have professionally money managed, which a lot of 401ks offer managed account services. We offer managed account services. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to pay a fee for that. And as long as you understand what that fee is and why you're paying it, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, that's exactly right. Well, and when you want uh, more people looking out for your retirement. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. The more help, the better. So you have, you have your coach, me, uh-huh. and you've got managers that actually manage that mm-hmm. those assets mm-hmm. okay. and are watching that every day that's what they do every yeah. day huge okay so that is huge and mm-hmm. yellow money is, is, is good money to have mm-hmm. um, but it's more important to understand again how much you should have in mm-hmm. green money how much money you should have in yellow money and if you should have any money in red money okay right all right Good. So is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay. I, I think that's good. So, you know, talk to us about how you incorporate creating, creating income with the color of money strategy. Okay. So again, we asked this 11 question survey about you and your risk tolerance. Okay. And your retirement assets um, are, you know, when it comes to your retirement assets and in this whole discussion of, of color of money, really your retirement assets are meant to do one of two things provide income in retirement mm-hmm. when it's needed and or if there's if there's lucky and if you're lucky enough to have money left over provide assets to your beneficiaries mm-hmm. and create a legacy mm-hmm. and we've talked about creating a legacy we have. On this yes yeah so if that's the goal in mind you know that hey it's not just a big pile of money and i've got to have a million dollars at retirement i get that a lot by the mm-hmm. way like what's People, the number what's yeah, the, yeah what's my number what you know what what kind of uh, do i need a, a million dollars do i need two million dollars and it really just it's not about that. It's about how much income can we create mm-hmm. and sustainable income, right. by the way, <laughs> right. sustainable income. And so how do we, and so that goes back into if that's how much income you need uh, to have and you want a portion of that guaranteed, then okay, we got to go over here to your color of money chart and change that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Based on your goals and objectives. All right. So it's very, very customized, you know, and, and so uh, creating a retirement uh, income strategy with, along with knowing the color of your money can vary depending on where you're at. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right now I might have 80%, for example, of my money in yellow money. Okay. And then 20% of it in green money. Mm-hmm. Okay. But as I get closer to retirement, I want to make that adjustment to where maybe I only have 50% of my money in yellow money and the other 50% in green. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it, gosh, that's, all of that just varies because you just never know what you're going to need at that time in your life. Well, and it's constantly changing. Right, right. Okay, and if it's not changing, and see, that's the problem too, Danielle, is when people come in and they bring statements and they say, hey, take a look at this, give me a second opinion, which we do. Mm-hmm. So many times when I look at their statement, I say, when did this happen? When mm-hmm. did you buy these mm-hmm. 10 years ago? You haven't made any changes in 10 years. Zero. What are we doing? Yeah. I mean, yeah. my goodness gracious, we've got to make changes. I mean, you're getting older. You need to, I mean, look, just because you're getting older doesn't mean you should be more aggressive or mm-hmm. more conservative. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm saying 
please, you're telling me in 10 years nothing has changed in your life to where it justifies a change in your allocation? Right. Or you didn't even look at it. Or you didn't even look at it? Ah. Ah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Need to be. <laughs> yeah. 10 years. Lots of things happen in 10 years, I would, I would think, for most people. So. so so here's the bottom line. If if someone is already in retirement and they're concerned about their uh, asset allocations, um, I would like to first get their income strategy planned out. And that's part of our compass report mm-hmm. that it we is. do for everybody. Okay. And, and that compass lays out the rest of your life financially. And again, how that works and how what what is in that determines mm-hmm. your allocation of your red, green, and yellow. In other words, your your color of money, what we call global allocation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, also, one other point here: in some cases, if they don't have a retirement income need, okay. So let's say, for example, Social Security, uh, the pension; these things are covering their basic living needs. Okay. And or perhaps they're still working. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they're they have a part time job and they're still getting income from that. Um, we will definitely have a different allocation of their color of money. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, than than person B that does need income. And so that that affects it as well. I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the plan first, and then we'll go into your allocation of your money. Right. That's the bottom line. Yeah. It all feeds together and it works. Together. All feeds together. Okay. All right, so uh, hopefully that clears it up, you know, and, and makes it easier to understand for people to say, hey, I need to understand first and foremost my plan, mm-hmm. my income plan and retirement. Then we can back into getting an allocation that makes sense for them, mm-hmm. okay, and, and using their color money risk analysis uh, that we do. And, again, they can go to mycolormoney.org, right, mm-hmm. and, and take that 11-question survey. So it all works together, but you have to understand the process. Right. There's a process, and that's what that's what that's that's where a financial advisor provides value. And if you're not getting that value, you you better you need to. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Right. I guess they could call us. That's right. Know. We'd be happy. Three three two seven eight five five. That's right. Be okay. happy to help them out. All right. That wraps up our discussion about color money. We're gonna now we're gonna get into in the next two segments some other topics that are you're gonna definitely want to stay tuned to because one of them has to do with some legislative changes to 401k. So if you have a 401k, you're definitely gonna want to tune in to the next segment. You're listening to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages: 62, full retirement age, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be ran to determine the best time for you and your spouse to file? Call us at Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. Our phone number is 573-332-7855, or you can visit our website at www.theinnovativeteam.com. Again, 332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we are excited. We have a lot of energy. We do. Why do we when we have this show? Why? Because we love what we do. Seriously. I know that sounds kind of corny or whatever, but it's it, I'm, I'm absolutely passionate about helping people get to their retirement mm-hmm. of their dreams and then live through it. That's exactly right. And without lo- stressing about money. That's right. And I love that you love that. Because, you know, uh, we've all worked with people who don't enjoy what they do. And it's <laughs> just truly a job. And yours isn't. You really love what you do. And, I mean, I hope everybody else out there who's still working and listening, you know, love what you do. Gosh, it's so important. I could not agree more. Mm-hmm. And it right. has nothing to do with how much money you make right. or anything like that. It really doesn't. Oh, I just wish I made more money. Why? It's not going to make you happy. You love what you do. Then who cares? Yeah. Okay. Money doesn't make you happy. You can make it work on any income. It's all relative, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to give the needs and wants conversation? The <laughs> needs and wants conversation. Actually, you know what? This is a good, I was going to bring this up this week and we yeah. might as well just do it right now. You know, I was having a conversation this past week with a client in the office and he was got a new car and he was talking about the gas mileage that he was getting with this car and it was unbelievable. Something like 40 miles a gallon. It was wow. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were talking about that, and then I uh, told him, you know, I just got a, uh, myself a new vehicle this past, you know, few months or whatever. 
And it's a truck, you know, it's a uh, a Ram 1500. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I was telling him how much I loved it. And I said, you know, we're talking about the gas mileage kind of felt a little silly, you know, (laughs) uh, because the last thing that a truck is, is is a uh, good gas mileage vehicle. Right. right? You're not getting close to 40. (laughs) And and it made me think about something because he said something very profound, which was, and I said, you know, I, but the one thing about it is I didn't buy a truck to have good gas mileage. Right. And it's, and, 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 you know, and one of the reasons why we do work and, and, uh, I wouldn't consider what I do as work cause I love it. But my point is, is that one of the reasons why we have a live, do a, a, a job is to have some luxuries in life mm-hmm. and have some wants. It's a balance. It's a balance. You want to make sure that you're not classifying everything in a need when mm-hmm. it really half of those are probably wants. Mm-hmm. Having a truck with bad gas mileage is definitely a want. That's right. That's you right. Know? And it's okay to have once. And he even said this, and it's very profound. He says, yeah, you're right. That is okay. As long as you don't live your life that way. Mm-hmm. And it's so, so true. You Good see this wisdom. all the time. It's okay to have luxuries in life. It's okay to have once. But as long as you don't live your life that way where everything is a want. That's right. From a technical standpoint. Yeah, yeah. And understanding what those are uh, is so important. So. Yeah. Anyway, very wise, very wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's why I love my clients, man. We just have I know good, good conference. Yeah, yeah, you do, exactly. you do. We just have a great group of people. So, well, I know we talked a lot about the color of money, um, and you know how we use the color of money. And again, if you're, if you're interested in finding out your color of money, you can go to uh, mycolorofmoney.org, mycolorofmoney.org. Take the eleven question um, survey and then find it out. But I think you know going along the lines with color of money, we talk a lot about risk tolerance. And I think people uh, don't always understand, you know, how do I find out my risk tolerance and what are those kind of categories and what do you do when it comes to that? Yeah. So risk tolerance, again, is something that is crucial to developing a plan for somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as a financial plan or a retirement plan. And um, I think one of the first questions is, is that when are they going to retire? You know, when would you like to retire? And a lot of people don't even know the answer to that question, mm-hmm. by the way. I would agree with that. You know, a lot of people think, well, well, 65 because of Medicare. Well, no, 66 and a half because that's my full retirement you know, age when it comes to Social Security. Uh, for a lot of people actually born after 1956 is going to be age 67. So from, a you know, again, Social Security full retirement age. Um, and so, you know, it's that conversation of, kind of goes back to what we talked about. Mm-hmm. You love what you do. Can you keep doing it? Mm-hmm. Some do people, it's just yeah. unbearable. They're doing it. It's an ends to a means, or it's means to an end, excuse me. <laughs> um, and so they're they're making all this money, and, and, and they just really don't even like it, but they know that they have to hold mm-hmm. out to a certain age. Mm-hmm. Okay, Hopefully that's not They're true. counting down the days. They're counting down the days. But um, knowing when you want to retire is crucial, and so it's kind of having that discussion with your spouse. Okay, I'm going to be 65 and you're only going to be 62. We want to retire at the same age. Is that going to work? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For example. Okay. So these are things that you can talk about with your spouse. When do you want to retire? And here's why that's important for me to developing a plan for someone. uh, Because we need a low time frame. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as how long do we have before we have to start drawing on these assets. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because an income strategy uh, that, that, is um, it requires income at 57 is going to be completely different from an income strategy that starts at 65. Oh, yeah. Gosh. So first and foremost, when do you want to retire? And that are this, thus giving us the time frame that we have to deal with here. Um, so your age and the, your time frame mm-hmm. for meeting specific goals when um, you're talking about your risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. And evaluating your risk tolerance is so, so important. Okay, so age, time frame, because just because you're 30 doesn't mean you have 35 years. Because, you know, we used to have 65 was your normal retirement age. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we can't just assume that it's going to be 30 years. What if this person wants to retire at 60? So then it's right. 25. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Lots of factors. Um, if you are young and you have a long time frame, Okay, you you probably will have a higher risk tolerance than someone who is, you know, five or ten years away. Mm-hmm. But again, not always. Right. And and we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, there's other factors uh, in your life that you may or may not even know about that's going to determine your ability to bear risk um, 
like your personality. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that in a second. Your life experiences and your current financial situation. I've had people come into my office and they say, oh, my gosh, I don't want any risk at all because I had this other program or investment or whatever it is and I lost all my money. Mm-hmm. You know, and so your previous experiences with money definitely have an effect on your risk tolerance and how you feel about money and your risk level. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that um, everyone's honest when they come to meet with their yes. <laughs> financial planner or retirement yes. planner, uh, because, you know, I think that's the worst thing that could happen that, you know, they don't tell you everything like you're saying, past experiences or things that are coming up in the future that they are aware of, um, you know, kind of those, those hidden things that can happen that you go, whoa, 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 that changes the picture. When you find out some of that, you want to, you want an example of what you're talking about? Oh yeah. You have one. Yes. All right. I'm ready. When you brought that up, I immediately thought of someone that fills out our questionnaire Mm -hmm. and says their score is 60. So they should, you know, this is their color of money. Yeah. This is their color of money score. So, you know, generally speaking, they should have about 60% of their assets and money that can go up and down and 40% that does not. So that would be a typical allocation for somebody getting closer to retirement. Okay. They come in and they have 100% of their money in stocks. Ah! <laughs> I am not kidding. Yeah. They're telling you one thing and doing another. Right. And that is a recipe for disaster. So is that a, a, an educational moment for you? Is that one of those things where you go, okay, let, let's talk about you know one, what you're telling me versus what you're doing currently? So this is where the Danielle training has come in because I want to say one thing to, yes. to these people. And yet I can't because I would never get any clients. <laughs> You've trained me well. I've trained you well. Because I'm a very honest and blunt person. And sometimes you just kind of have a little bit more couth about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And you've trained me well on that. Yeah, well, thank you. And so, so of course, there's education yes, uh, right. opportunities. And hopefully that's where the realization comes in, right? When you give people all those reports that we offer, you mentioned the Compass Report and the Social Security Maximization Report, which we haven't talked a lot about in this this uh, show, but that's a great report, starting report, you know, just all the reports that we offer. I'm sure a lot of people go, wow, I had no idea. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's an opportunity to educate people on what you're actually saying versus what you should do mm-hmm. or what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, I got a little off there. <laughs> Soapbox. Yeah. So you want me to explain the differences between high risk, yes. medium risk, and low risk. Yes, I think so. I think just so people can kind of have an idea of, you know, like you said, even if they have an idea in their head of what their risk tolerance is, it may not be what they're doing currently with their income. So high risk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's the definition or my definition. This is the rock version Mm -hmm. of what high risk is. Um, If you're high risk, you can tolerate short-term volatility of potentially higher riskier investments. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what that means is you're, you're, you, you can accept a 20% down or a 30% down or even 37, like it did in 2008. You, and you, it would destroy your retirement plan. It would not shake you up so much that you would sell everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are like stocks because the long-term returns of those investments are typically provide a higher rate of return, you know, um, but that's not always true. And again, it all has to do with your time frame. Okay. Yeah, where you are with retirement. Yep. Yeah. And so if someone comes in to my office and says, hey, I just want to be all high risk. I don't care about anything. Just go, 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 because it's always going to come back. I, typically, I just say they need to go somewhere else because mm-hmm. that's just not smart. Right. And I don't want to deal with somebody like that. Well, and that's not truly creating a plan. That's, that's I mean, yeah. kind of a situation where you're just gambling and hoping it works out. Totally. Yeah. And I try to educate them on the why they shouldn't do that. And they mm-hmm. say, no, 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 I just want to do this. Okay, fine. Go somewhere else. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so medium risk. These investors typically have a mix of higher and lower risk investments, such as stocks and bonds. Some holdings may grow in value and some may provide dividend and interest income. Mm -hmm. Okay, so again, if you think of that, you're probably thinking of some kind of 50-50, 60-40 type split between what we would traditionally call equities and and bonds or things that that can't go down in value, whether that's, again, bank CDs or whatever. Um, So that's the definition of a medium risk tolerance. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think most people fit in that category. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They understand that that they need a mix mix Mm -hmm. and that they need to take some risk 
But yet they also understand that they don't want to risk all of their money. Right, right. And Agreed. I think, honestly, 90% of people fit in that yeah, category. that's so true. I would you agree know? with that. I would agree with that. And most people want to be that way. I mean, hopefully. Right. <laughs> hopefully most people want to be comfortable yet feel like they're, you know, trying a little bit out in the in the riskier areas too. Right. Yeah. Low risk tolerance. These investors, again, this is the Brock version, are conservative and typically will put their money in lower risk investments that have a steady but low, and right now really low, rates of return with limited growth potential. And they understand that. Mm-hmm. But some people are good with that, right? If that's where they are. Hey, look, yeah. if it's working for you, then it works for me. Right. You know, but there's lots of different ways to skin that cat. So even if you think you're good, and you know, you may want to just get a second opinion. There might be other things out there that could help you accomplish that same goal. That are still low risk. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, there you go. High risk, medium risk, low risk tolerance. Those are all things that you need to consider when you're looking at what type of an investor you are and how that then relates to your allocation. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Woo-hoo. Yeah, baby. Yeah. One more segment to go. Stay tuned. I have not gotten to this yet. I'm going to bring it up in the next <laughs> segment. I promise. Legislation. They are proposing some changes to 401ks, and you need to hear about this next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to the last segment. Oh my gosh, it's almost over here of the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. How are you doing, by the way? Good. Good. Doing great. Uh, okay. Well, you sound great this Thank morning. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hopefully the weather's turning around, so I'm happy. I know. <laughs> Finally going to hopefully chilly. stay a little warmer. Chilly, chilly, chilly. Yeah. Speaking of chilly, I, I, you know, we made chilly oh, this past week. Yes. Oh I love gosh. your chilly. It, you know, I can't brag because I actually got the recipe from Ryan F. Tink. You oh, do know yeah. that, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it is Smoking Brothers. I've kind of modified it. Yeah, yeah. Smoking Brothers. I've kind of modified it a little bit. Yeah, but it's okay? fantastic. It's so, I'm like, I'm getting hungry <laughs> in the morning. Talking about chili. Talking about chili. All right. Well, let's not talk about chili anymore. Right, we're not let's, talk about chili let's, anymore. let's talk about some of the topics we know we want to cover before the end of the show. Okay. So you're going to ask me a few more questions about risk tolerance and that kinds of things, because that's what this whole entire show has been about. Right. Hopefully people can get something out of that. Again, uh, if you have questions, email us, look us up on the web. You can email us at the retirement playbook at gmail.com uh, with anything really uh, yeah. anything to do with the show if you feedback anything and then you can also look us up on our website which is the innovative team.com or give us a call 332-7855 mm-hmm. right. so um, before we get into that I want to talk to you about some things that are going on in our industry as well we did this in the first segment but um, some legislation some government changes or proposed changes um, to what's going on with 401ks. Mm-hmm. So this has been a hot topic. They've been talking about this for the last couple of years, but it's actually being, some legislation is actually being introduced. Um, and it's, and it's uh, let's see, the name of it is, I'm getting to it. Hold on one second here. Yep. Well, and I think <clears throat> as you're looking for that, you know, a lot of people uh, probably don't even understand a lot of what is inside their 401k at their current work plan. So I think this is kind of enlightening to hear about other options within it. So if you don't understand all the options for where to put your money in your 401k plan, I think that's probably your first question Yes. Um, before uh, you go into this next maybe option that will be this available This is why to you. you're on this show, Danielle. Oh, you bring up you. such great points if you <laughs> don't you. understand what you have or how you should be allocated you can give us a call yeah that's absolutely right that's okay. something you do you do that a lot you look at people's plans and help them understand you know where they should where the best places for them to put their money at the time of their life exactly okay so this is called the retirement enhancement and savings act of 2018 
It's It was introduced in the Senate in early March with the goal of attracting it to the Omnibus Physical 2018 Appropriations Bill, which wound up being the vehicle for several non-spending items, including bill on business development companies. Okay, blah, blah, blah. blah. So basically what this is, is they're trying to attract more people to save for retirement because there's no doubt we have a retirement savings uh, mess on our hands mm-hmm, in this country, mm-hmm. okay, with, you know, 20% of our population not participating at all in right. any kind of, they're not saving any money at all for retirement, and then several others not saving near enough, mm-hmm. okay. And people so what, living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, so what they're trying to do is introduce some new products inside of a 401k, and um, some of that is annuities. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to argue that annuities and 401k, play, excuse me, 401k plans um, should be introduced inside of mm-hmm. uh, 401k plans when it comes to annuities. Um, and so <clears throat> I thought that was very interesting because if that ends up happening, mm-hmm. that's going to allow people to say, hey, I feel like I should have some money and guaranteed and there's options now, usually within a stable value fund, those kinds of things. But the annuity may offer a little bit better rate of return, say mm-hmm. 3% instead of 1%. Um, and it's going to provide some guarantees mm-hmm. that people are may not be saving because they're so scared of the stock market and right. don't understand it. Well, it's, you know, a lot of annuities, if you, you know, on the more simple ones like fixed annuities, you can understand this. Right. You they're put your easy. money in, yeah. you're obligated to a time period, but then you, you have a higher interest mm-hmm. rate. It's mm-hmm. that simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought that was very interesting. And then the other reason why they're actually introducing these is because of what we've always talked about. It's not about how much money you have. It's about how much money you can create an income in retirement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's another benefit of having an annuity in a 401k is that you would have then guaranteed money for income. So you're creating your own kind of pension plan, really, inside the 401k. Right, right. I think that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's we'll not like you have to do it. Right. It's just another option for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, at this point, I, I have to mention our website that talks about annuities. So if people want a little bit more education on what annuities are, because there are so many options when it comes to annuities. And I think it's important, you know, we've mentioned this in other shows that you don't just listen to ads that are out there or things that are on TV because, you know, you probably never do anything because <laughs> so, <laughs> it's kind of scary when you just look at that. Oh. Uh, but our website is called how does an annuity work.com. How does an annuity work.com. And it's, it's a lot of information. So, I mean, I'll just warn everybody there. Lots it's of text, not a sales pitch. No, I mean, it's, it's truly educational. I think, and it's a fact annuities are one of the most complicated or can be some mm-hmm. of the more complicated products out there. Now, I, that's very contradictory to what I just said about the, the one, introducing them in 401k plans. But I'm not talking about fixed annuities. Fixed mm-hmm. annuities are simple. You put your money in, you're obligated to a time period, and then boom, you've got this interest rate. It's very simple. But there are some like variable annuities that can be very complicated mm-hmm. and lots of fees and all this kind of stuff. Um, so, so we developed this website to give people education about annuities. Mm-hmm. And um, I think personally... Our industry has done a very good job confusing the heck out of people. <laughs> yes, we've talked about that before. Mutual get, funds yeah. are good. No, they're not. ETFs are better. Annuities are bad. No, they're not. They're really good. Right. Um, stocks are bad. You know, it's like, come on. And then people all have their agendas. Yeah. And that's the problem right there. They have their own agendas. They want to sell what they think is best. And, and so it, and then, and then, you know, and we wonder why that fiduciary rule was out there. Totally. Yeah. That's why I'm in favor of some kind of fiduciary right. rule. I mean, it's unfortunate. You shouldn't have to do that, but I mean, and I'm not a big regulation guy, mm-hmm. but man, I'm telling you, there's so many people out there that get on TV and whatever else. And oh, I would never own it. I never know. You know, whatever. Give me a break. Yeah. There's a product. There's a place and a time for a lot of these products. That's it's exactly just depending right. on people's situation. So give me a break. And I don't want to hear about your agenda because you're trying to make money off of this. No, it's mm-hmm. not the way it should be. Well, and that's why it's important to create a plan and truly understand the people you're working with and what their hopes and goals and objectives are, because that's how you truly get to what people need. And I get fired. I'm, I'm telling you what, <laughs> I get fired up about this because it makes me so aggravated that yeah. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Whatever. Okay, you need no more coffee for you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, it's just one of those deals where it just, you know, yeah. it drives me crazy. To- it is. It's unfortunate, like you said. But I mean, I think people have learned. And the good news is about like shows that we're doing and other things that are out there is that the educated consumer can see through a lot of that and know that they have to do a lot of research so that they're prepared to. Right. So, yep. Right. Yep. So, but anyway, back to the point. It's pretty cool if annuities do get added to 401k plans. Just gives people more options. But I do want to reiterate because, you know, I was guilty as a, a person early in my career. I had no idea what my retirement plan really looked like in some of my early careers and, and my options mm-hmm. as far as investments. And so, right. you know, I think just to reiterate that, if this gets added as another option, you know, make sure you understand what your current plan offers now. And if you need help with it, you know, give us a call. I'll be happy to help you with that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you bring up some good points about um, not understanding what's in your mm-hmm. 401k. And generally speaking, options are always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Now, yep. you can become overwhelmed because of, of all the options. And that's one of the reasons why people come and see us mm-hmm. is because they're so overwhelmed. There's, there's so many different options they're out like, there. like, help. <laughs> and not only in the 401k, right? Yeah. We're specifically talking about 401ks there. But, um, you know, it's one of those things in our business you have to be careful about who you're doing business with Mm -hmm. and make sure that you do your research on anything or anyone that you're going to do business with. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are very simple and easy uh, tools out there. Broker checks, one of them, Mm -hmm. brokercheck.org. You go to it. You can look up any financial advisor, any financial advisor firm and look up, you know, disclosures and those kinds of things about and history history history, about those people. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there you go, folks. That's it. That's all the time we have this week to talk about your retirement and how we can help you with that. You're listening to the Retirement Playbook. Thank you so much. Email us. Go to our website. Give us a call. And we'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. You're listening to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.